Oh yeah, episode six time of whatever we call this podcast. What do we call it, Jared? And now for something completely different. Well, that's sometimes what we call it. And now for something completely different. Yes. <laughs> okay, you have a fun story apparently, or group of stories, or whatever. Group of stories. Oh. So went to oh. <laughs> Uh, let's explain that later do you want to explain it now or you want to explain it later yeah go ahead since um our fallen comrade so unfortunately we are we are down one of our regulars uh mr dana evans decided that he was too sick to come over and record tonight so he gone we have a a sit-in tonight uh we have daniel back daniel yo yes as you can tell we're probably going to be talking some sort of star trek sci-fi or other because daniel is here so, oh, what? Make it so. Yes. <laughs> so, um, Dana had this idea that we would all bring our drink of choice, uh, drink it while we're recording, and if anything is produced... <laughs> That's a weird way to say it. <laughs> well, I mean, it is being produced. <laughs> if anything is produced, it will get recorded. So, <laughs> my apologies if you do not like uh, burp humor. Stop listening now. Because that will happen. No, randomly. don't stop listening. Yeah, please don't. Deal with it. Deal with it. Just listen. Gastrointestinal <clears throat> side of, er, sound effects. Yes. So, th- those may <laughs> occur those. randomly, and we will not be taking them out like we normally do. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, so, stories. Uh, I don't know if how many of our listeners are into like rock and roll music and concerts, but I went to Rock on the Range last weekend, all three days. Yeah. 60 bands over the course of three days. Jeez, was it really 60? Yes. Three stages. Woo! Three stages in a stadium? No. Oh. Main stages in the stadium. Uh-huh. There's a stadium on either side. In the outside. parking lots. Yeah, outside oh, of the stadium. Wow. Still, you'd think so, you'd be able to like hear that. Yeah, so basically, <laughs> like each of the main stage people have an hour, basically 45 minutes to an hour long set, except for the headliner of the night, and then they get like an hour and a half or so. Hmm. Um. But in between, while they're setting up for the next one, bands are going on both sides. Oh. So, yeah. And the huh. side stage actually start earlier. So they start at like 11 in the morning. Mm-hmm. And the main stage starts at like 12.45 most every day. Wow. Yeah. Lots a lot of, of music. Lots of music. Lots of good music. But you had some uh, interruptions, apparently. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> uh, so so if you live in Ohio and you go to an outdoor concert, it's you're really basically going to get screwed if there's thunderstorms. They, they passed a law... <laughs> That says any uh, outdoor event over 15,000 participants, if there's a threat of thunderstorm or lightning, you must evacuate. Must leave the facility. Stupid. They did that on Friday. We got there, we got in, we got our seats, and then half hour later, while it was still bright and sunny, they kicked us out for four hours while it rained. So we sat in the car, only to come back in, have like a couple songs cut from each set, and not getting out. Until after, like, we didn't get home until 2, so we left at, like, 1. Because they pulled, they lifted the curfew so they could keep going. Fortunately, it was at least, in a in a good way, but bad things happening. Sound uh, Soundgarden wasn't there on Bro. Friday, and they were the headliners. So, otherwise, we probably wouldn't have been home until, like, 3 or 4, because they would have played a full set. So, they weren't there, so they did a little tribute, which mm. was really nice. So, you're thanking the guy for dying? Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> kind of sorry Already then but kind of um a couple of the guys who did a tribute on thursday night because like the vip pre-show is actually thursday night Ooh. uh came out and actually did a couple of his songs uh-huh. uh acoustic 
which was amazing they were really both both of them played guitar they had two different acoustic guitars i can't remember the name of the two guys that came out but they were great um bob yeah jim so they played and then they then they showed some video they showed some video with some some of his solo work uh so like when he was doing acoustic and singing by himself yeah. um so it was nice it was a good I'm, tribute for cool. the fact that Soundgarden couldn't be there because of that tragedy um long story short saturday we get there and they had kicked everybody out so we had to stay at the car instead of going in for about an hour to two Jeez. um yeah no rain on saturday either after that um you got to see uh who was the headliner corn corn was the headliner corn. saturday night they were they were uh set up by offspring which was awesome to hear and hear live they were actually extremely good cool uh got to hear skillet for the first time in like over 10 years live which i mean if you don't know skillet's actually actually started as a pure christian contemporary band they still are they still mm-hmm. technically are but they've basically delved into that rock environment yeah it's, Notice that yeah. none of them cuss. None of their music is ever rancid, but it's still rock and roll at its purest oh, yeah. form. Oh yeah, they can rock. Oh out. yeah. But like I used to, we uh, most of us went to Mount Vernon Nazarene, and Skillet used to be a regular at Sunfest, their Mount Vernon's con- summer concert. Oh, they're probably way um, too big now. That's... They won't go back there at this point. <laughs> but I—that's the last time I heard Very them much. live was at oh, Sunfest. Okay. So this is the first time me hearing mm. them. I heard them in a live at, set. Um, oh. Um, What's the one in January down at Ohio State? They always have um, Winter know. Jam. Oh, oh Winter yeah, Jam. Winter Jam. Cool. Yeah, they had the whole stage set up, and since it was on the side, they, they did the fireball thing and everything. Nice. Pyrotechnics. I swear, yeah. Did not know because I don't watch any of their music videos, but the the vo- the female vocalist is the drummer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did not know that. She... was so cool to see her actually do that while drumming. was awesome. <laughs> She's like 20 years old and British. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was it was really cool to see them live. That which is that good because the... the keyboard. See, Skill is one of my favorite mm-hmm. bands. The keyboardist uh, is John Cooper, the lead singer's okay. wife. Yeah, and she used to be the backup singer. Oh, okay. And, but and I love her vocals. But that girl, I can't remember her name. The drummer, hers mm-hmm. just mesh with uh, John Cooper so much better. Oh yeah. So yeah. Um, and the fact that she can do it while drumming just makes yeah. me feel like I'm a worthless <laughs> human being. Yeah. <laughs> That was the only, like, I like a lot of the music that was played, but that was the only music where I actually got chills hearing it live. And it, nice. was, it was just that good. They are amazing. They, they are, are amazing. extremely good. Um, went back Saturday, uh, went back Sunday. <laughs> Basically, if you read any of the social media going on because of the two evacuations, Friday <laughs> and Saturday, pretty much everybody was to the point that if they tried to evacuate again, they were going to freaking riot. Um, and lo and behold in the middle of all beat right before metallica no freaking thunderstorm starts rolling in and everyone's like they find a chair the people who ran who run rock (laughs) on the range they finally just said they finally just said you'll have to quack me they have just said (laughs) um and yeah exactly uh and basically took volbeat off the stage taped up like tarped everything and they all went back and hid it's a tarp and they're like just stay in the stadium no one no one leave oh so we stayed in the stadium for an hour and a half while thunderstorms rolled through freaking monsoon weather on sunday night if anybody was around for the the storm that went through on sunday night Uh, we got all of that standing out in the stadium good gosh so 
Yeah, I so have fifteen thousand people standing on aluminum bleachers and aluminum a bleachers, store. aluminum bleachers, and an <laughs> aluminum covering, and no. an aluminum oh, covering over the over the grass stadium floor. Oh, even more people get yeah. blasted. So, <laughs> but everything everything that happened was air to air. There was no air to ground, no nothing. It was just a ton of rain, loud. Wow. But the crowd. This is the cool thing about the crowd. The crowd wanted to be there. They were doing the freaking wave in the rain. <laughs> and they were, they were doing the freaking wave in the rain. And before the rain got in, here's where, here's where the story I've told you guys already, but I'm going to tell them. Um, we're sitting in the back. So if you know Moffrey Stadium, it's basically like an oval with a line at the end, like most normal stadiums. And we were sitting in the straight part where the Titantron was behind us. <laughs> we are looking... We hear over to our, like, we're looking at the stage and it's on my right hand side. The crowd starts cheering and we're like, what is going on? And we start looking around and lo and behold, down on the, down in the field area, there's this giant group of people and above the heads, you see these giant T-Rex heads flapping around and there's a T-Rex fight going on <laughs> on, the, on the field. Of course. While is. we're waiting for the, the, the rain to roll through. And so... <laughs> These two T-Rexes are fighting and the crowd's just cheering for it. And right below us is one of the tunnels to come in on the complete opposite side of the field. So this was way down front on the opposite side. We look down and then there's this third T-Rex in a slightly bigger suit. Comes trucking across. You just see him running over to get in the middle of this fight. And it's hilarious. Uh, that would be awesome. Alpha yeah. Rex joins the party. We got to see a whole bunch of random people. I got a picture of Waldo because there's always a Waldo at these events. Where was he? He was down on the stadium floor. How did you find him? I had to you look. You found Waldo. I did find Waldo. Oh, you get a prize. Yeah. <laughs> uh, lots of different people dressed up. Got a Flash. Got a Spider-Man. Got a Captain America. Got a Deadpool. Um, <laughs> Lady got Deadpool. a Charlie Brown. Um, random. Yeah. yeah random. random. Uh, got a guy who was wearing a Michelangelo shirt and a re- uh, uh, wearing a turtle shirt with a orange hat. So I called him. I nicknamed him Michelangelo while he was there. Mikey. Uh, saw a... Saw a Goku, and then I'm not sure what the other guy's name, the bald guy, Krillin. There was a guy who actually came dressed as that with a bald head, so he was literally Krillin. Were they over 9,000? I don't know. Well, he didn't have any hair, so I couldn't see if he was going Super Saiyan or not. But, uh, well, we all know that they... Anyway. But all those, <laughs> but most of those I saw because the cameraman caught them while they were crowd surfing. So these people were dressed up in crowd surfing also. It's hilarious. Awesome. Um, it wouldn't be a rock and roll, roll event without... People randomly showing breasts, which did happen uh, during Primus's set. The cameramen were coaxing these girls that were on people's shoulders. Also, they were egging so, them on. The cameramen yes. are bored. The cameraman would literally set, like during Primus's show, they'd literally find the girl on the top and just keep them on camera until they did it. What? Like, did it three times, three different girls. Was that over 9,000? Yes. Vegeta, what does the scouter say about his power level? It's over 9,000! It's over 9,000! Oh, stupid. But all all in all, even with the rain, Metallica was still awesome. We ended up having to leave early. We left at uh, 11.45. They went for another 45 minutes. Their set was only originally supposed to be an hour and 45, and they started at 10.15. How many of the original uh, band members are still going? Metallica? All of them. Wow. Oh, yeah, they haven't changed. Nice. Yeah, Metallica was actually really good live. Their set is extremely simple, but it's all like digital and projector. Mm-hmm. So like their set is changing, but it's all video effect, not like actual. 
and they had pyro and like WWE sets. Yeah, <laughs> all LED well, and, and and the same thing. They use fireworks and they use uh, like Kane's flame mm-hmm. shooters. They use stuff like that. Uh, what, what? The, one of their songs, one of their songs, I can't remember what it is. Josh would know, um, but it starts with like a, you hear gunfire and war going on, and they use one. La- yes, yeah, they used yellow lasers to simulate like gunfire and uh, fireworks to simulate cannon explosions. Oh, it's awesome. That was my next question. Do they still play a lot of old stuff? Oh, they play a lot of stuff. Because I like their older um, stuff better. Yeah, so we got to hear a lot of that. That was it was. It's a long two days, and you end up beat. A long three days, and you end up beat up, especially if the weather's bad. Last year, we only went Friday and Saturday because we were so beat up because hmm. it rained the whole time. Here's what Rock of the Range needs to do: they need to learn from the Memorial Tournament. <laughs> the Memorial Tournament stop doing the tournament on this weekend because it always rains this week. Yep, yep. every freaking year. So they well, need to do it the week before, before. Or the week it after. was the week before, but it still rained. No, I'm saying the the Memorial Tournament used to be this weekend. They moved it. And they moved it because it always got rained out every year. You mean last year. weekend? Because Rock on the Range was last weekend. Oh, yeah, it was last weekend. Yeah, not Memorial Day weekend. Well, guess what? May just doesn't sound like a good month to be doing May's that. usually... <laughs> yeah, May's usually a bad month because that's when the weather's really changing. Yeah, maybe they should do so. it in December. <laughs> they do. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so, yeah, uh... it was a lot of fun. Good music. Lots of fun. That's pretty cool, though, having two stages on opposite sides of the stadium going. Did, did it get a lot of sound overlap, you oh, think? Or? They didn't. So normally, they did it Friday, but because of all the weird weirdness, it wasn't getting looped back. But normally what they do is on the two screens. That, <laughs> excuse me. Your turn. <laughs> needed to do that. The two screens on, that mirror the, the main stage. During set changes, they put one of the other stages on, and normally they loop the audio in to the speakers. It's not nearly as loud because they don't want to overload what's going on out there. Mm-hmm. But this time, all they did was show the video, and you could hear it rumbling from outside. Rumbling. So, like, we were walking out while Metallica was playing, and we could hear them most of the way back to the car. So, yeah. Yes. They were, at 11.45, they were still pretty loud. So. <laughs> but anybody living in that neighborhood is... <laughs> well, the nice thing is is that Moffrey Stadium, at least the direction that those speakers are pointing, is all commercial. Well, that's true. Yeah, because so, you got that big, huge parking lot out through there that they use for yeah. the State Fair. Well, and, and you've got the Ohio Historical Society yeah. and the State Fair going that way. So, yeah, there's not a lot of... They luck out on the fact that there's not a lot of residential to really screw mm-hmm. them up when they go long. And if but, there is, screw them. Yeah. <laughs> screw them. We want our be rock like, and roll. Be like... Uh, what was it? The Amplipolis Amphitheater. Gemini, yeah. Everybody, uh, yeah, that was always they built housing downrange of it, and that just yeah. turned into a and giant then had the nerve to complain fest. about it. It's like you bought a house beside an amphitheater, and um, it was never that loud. And B, they gave free tickets away all the time. Oh yeah, and oh, yeah. that's stupid. Yeah. And now we have to deal with the stupid IKEA. Anyway, yeah. So the IKEA cult. But that's all for Rock in the Range. The Swedish cult, yeah. What's Swedish the, Walmart. What's the other thing? Because it says IKEA. Ugh. Ugh. I'm not looking forward to that. I'm not going to Polaris while that once that. Oh opens. no! That, for I'm that not first month, you better avoid oh. it. Yeah. Oh, not for three, not for three or four months. That <laughs> it's going to be that busy. It's going to be that busy every day. I'm for for three or four months. For I'm literally board. driving around that whole area. I will not go down. So, well, 71's going to be closed. Oh yeah, they're going to yeah, loop parts of it. They're going to they're going to be they're going to make it completely impossible to get to Gemini or Polaris from the freeway. They said they were going to close Gemini. Exit I know. from 70 yeah. north. I know. 71 north. 
But you know what that's going to do? It backed up a Sunbury. Yeah, exactly. basically, it's going to send Which all already the, got enough for It's going to send all the banger. traffic up there to the freaking outlet mall exit, only to have it loop back down and flood 71 yep. south. Oh, oh gosh. what? Worthy the Galena Road is going to be jammed. <laughs> Good lord. Yeah. I bet Route Three. I bet you Route Three will be. Oh yeah. Have people? People were go- anybody yep. who anybody yep. who is smart is going to go somewhere other way. When that Ooh. opens, they will avoid that place oh, completely. Yeah. Come visit beautiful Columbus this summer. <laughs> I mean, check out if the Polaris area. North, it's beautiful. I'll go to 30, we, I'll go over to thirty-three. As we open the building to... that's blue and yellow. Yeah, mm. exactly. What was IKEA thinking? They should have said, "Hey, we're gonna have a special edition building, and it's scarlet and gray." Yeah. Or if you're LeBron, <laughs> it's scarlet and red. Sorry, I'll, I'll not get into that. Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah. So now that we've complain about ikea and talk on rock on the range what's up and now for something completely different exactly okay Next so um, our star trek expert yes. daniel is here yeah. we're all big star trek fans and have been for way too long yes but um we're just gonna talk some star trek today and it's never um, too long adam that's what she said <laughs> yeah okay that too um so we want to talk about the uh new std coming up oh god lord <laughs> Um, yes, Star Trek Discovery. As we as we destroy a piece of Star Wars chocolate. Yes, <laughs> delicious Captain Phasma. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so Star Trek Discovery, new yeah. TV show. So I was actually thinking, um, do you want to go through the trailer and actually make fun of it? Sure, they're not gonna be able to see it, but well, I don't care. They can watch. They can watch it. <laughs> All right. I don't, don't care. Play if it. you care, you've probably seen the trailer already. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And if you don't care or just aren't up to speed, go to YouTube and pull it up. Yep. Yeah. All, all shall be made clear. We'll put the we'll put the link somewhere so you can get to it. Exactly. CBS All Access. First fail. Okay, yeah, let's start there. Right off the bat. Let's start there. <laughs> the, yeah. very, the very first thing is CBS. Up your they butt. They expect people to pay. Money. They are not Netflix. No, no they're not. pay that. There, if you um like, I like to watch most of my TV on the Roku. Yeah, you go to Roku and you go uh, Fox, free app. Mm-hmm. Stuff downloads that night, the ne- that day after. Sometimes watch it for free. It has ads, obviously, so it's generally still like an hour Basically show. Basically, commercial mm-hmm. TV. Yeah, so they're still making their money, but you're not paying anything else. Exactly. Yep. You don't. Most of them, you don't have to put your uh, cable information in if mm-hmm. you have cable. There's just free. Okay. So there you go. CBS says, "Hey, that's a that's a stupid idea. We're gonna make you pay. Is it ten bucks? Like nine ninety nine or something? Oh, good lord! It's something like that. Eight, eight nine bucks. Whatever. It could be one dollar. Still piss me off. Exactly. CBS All Access. And the very first show is Star Trek, with the cliffhanger of, um, or not cliffhanger. Whatever. I'm stupid. <laughs> Where's my sound effect? Hold on. <laughs> that's that's the brain fart noise. <laughs> <clears throat> So the um the um everywhere else in the world gets to see this show for free with their Netflix account. Oh, good lord. So that is insanity. That's it's amazing. The arrogance. And then it happens to be bad, so <laughs> <laughs> like oh my gosh. Well, we don't know, but we're assuming. We don't know. Okay. Um do you guys have anything else to say about access? Other than the fact that it's gonna flop horribly oh, and yeah. it's probably gonna destroy Bomb. this show. It will. Okay, let's go on. Continue. Ten years before Kirk, 
Spock and the Enterprise. I'm just gonna read it. Boo. Captain, where are we going? We have no map. And you can't set a course without a star. Pretty sure I saw this girl die in another show. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry. It's hard to imagine. You've served under me for seven years. Commander Burnham. I think it is time we talked about you having your own command. Tutor transport. Oh, hey. Oh, this is a Star Trek show. Oh, we're just walking through the desert. Yeah. Now, I have to say that picture of the ship did look pretty cool. At least that one did. Mm, I, I don't like the ship at all. It might be the only good-looking view of that ship. <laughs> it, it might be. I don't know. Let's keep going. The warp's very strange-looking. Great unifiers are few and far between. But th okay, let's stop there. <laughs> you want to talk about the bridge and the uniforms and that kind of stuff? Oh, <laughs> boy. Because, <laughs> okay, let's... We're let's... really going to sound like old curmudgeons on we, this one. We are, but man. that's what we do. It's our podcast, so whatever. Because, <laughs> okay... Let the rippage begin. It, it's supposed to take place... 10 years before the original series. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now, The Cage takes place how many years before the original series starts? Isn't it that years? That is at least 10 years. Okay. Roughly about that same time. Yeah. So, technologically wise, we should look at least somewhat similar. I mean, Enterprise mm -hmm. went back and did that two episode where they were, you know, in that time period. Yeah. And made so it look. Deep Space Nine. Yeah, DS9 went back from it. And, and it, I think it looked cool because you're just. That's what you're used to as a Star Trek fan. Uh, exactly. Why does everything look like it's the Kelvin timeline? Because they're not going to use canon. Why? They're I don't gonna understand. They're going to blow it out of the water. Like Param Paramount doesn't give a crap about Star Trek anymore. I think that is the bottom line. That's basically the bottom line. Yep. No one writes for it. No one writes it right. And no one even gives a crap about the canon at this point. Yep. It's sort of been... Um, Mainly because of the Kelvin timeline. Timeline. It basically gave them. It basically gave Paramount the right to do whatever the hell they want because wibbly wobbly timey wimey crap. Well, even though that's Doctor Who reference, I so. don't. <laughs> I don't mind the Kelvin timeline and in, in the fact that it's a separate universe. But say uh -huh. that. Say right. that's what is based in. They've don't, never said once that this they is need Kelvin to, timeline. They need so to I'm make confused. sure where it is in the canon. It's supposed to. From what I've heard, it's supposed to be the original timeline. Okay, which is infuriating yeah. if it is. If it's yeah. Kelvin timeline, I can put up with most of this. Because I get it. Things have changed yeah. from Nero's ship. Okay, yep. we're yeah. we're in that weird territory. That's cool. See, Enterprise did a really good job, I thought, in my opinion, mm -hmm. of, of making their the technology. Line. They made the ship look... Everything looked really neat. Mm -hmm. It was modern. Mm -hmm. But yet you could tell the way they designed all the buttons and the consoles, it was more like today's technology because it's only enterprises what, 100 years from now mm -hmm. yeah. roughly yeah. yeah it's 100 years between kirk so it's about in between there yeah so it had that vintage feel of yeah like the way they our timeline with the tech was closer than to yeah definitely. than to kirk's timeline mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying yep this is yeah they've just gone completely this ship if i didn't know what it was i'd swear this was something from like say 50 years ahead of Star Trek Next Generation. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. So they, they've completely ignored the fact that most Trek fans want to have time-specific... Um, the technology look very time-specific. Like yeah. Like you were pointing out with the cage. Exactly. Yeah. 
And you can do it well that way. I, I, I totally agree. Because it's part of this nostalgia yes. aspect yes. of it. There, yeah. that's what if I was looking for if they story. come out and they say this takes place in whatever, 2415, 2420, 2450, you're like, okay, cool. I am mm. excited for this show now because it's it looks all cool and yeah. everything's different. Yeah. But because it's supposed to be 10 years before the original series, why? It looks dumb. Which is when the cage was set. Yeah, yep. but we've already so seen that. So you're basically that. you're not getting the tech feel that you get you got from the original series, basically because no one cares anymore. I think so. It's, it. it's kind of got the, except for the fans. It's got the Star Wars syndrome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of, it had to be bought by somebody else. A bunch of fans took it over basically, and wrote for it, and it was all suddenly, just like it was, like a modern day version of what it used to be. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I, I kind of yeah, feel so, bad because Star Trek's not going to get that. No, because no one's going to buy it. it. No one's going to buy it. No one's going to offer Paramount enough money to let go of it. I would, but I don't have money. Yeah, well. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> President nice. Trump, go buy, go buy Star Trek from, mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. Paramount. Mm-hmm. No! <laughs> make, Trek, make Trek great again. Make yeah. Trek great again. Make Trek great again. Um, That would be cool. Okay. Oh, here's the other thing, and this isn't exactly a bad thing, but like the main character, um, her name is Michael, which is odd. Yeah. Um, but she's not the she's not the captain. The no. Character. So this is the like first time the first captain's officer. not the main character. That's strange. Yeah. It's very strange. And that's where I think, like, oh, that's what I, I feel like that is Paramount going. Oh, we're gonna do something different and make it all fan, make it all a different kind of plot story. No. <laughs> It's gonna and, and it's gonna overshadow. It's gonna overshadow all the crap that we're doing behind the scenes. That's gonna ruin it. Perhaps because I actually, we're gonna make the story plot different. It's not affected by the captain. It's affected by the first officer. Who gives a flying quack, who it's affected by? Quack. Everything else matters more. Actually, to attract fan. I actually don't m- m- mind it not being about the captain. The no, it doesn't matter there. who that's it's okay. about. It's about it being Star Trek. That's what they're not getting. They're thinking that oh we're gonna put we're gonna make the story centered around a different character and it's gonna be okay with basically going okay then this isn't Star Trek because we're just gonna screw with everything else that makes it Star Trek. Yeah, that is something about this trailer that I kept feeling. Is yeah, that it's Star Trek in name only. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It looks like this is a cool sci-fi show. What is this? Star Trek? No, it's, no, no. It's like no. Par- it's like Paramount pulling like the. Who had who who had fan who has Fantastic Four? Is it Fox? Fox? It's like it's like Paramount pulling a Fantastic Four only they actually own the rights to Star a Trek. Reboot of a reboot of a reboot of a yeah, reboot. Yeah, it's basically oh we haven't done this in a while and we're gonna lo- like we're gonna lose our rights even though we actually own it. We might guess we better throw some crap together and put it out there again. Yeah. I'm like, we, stop doing that. We've got this fifty year old <laughs> franchise that everyone loves. Let's um just ignore those fifty years. Yeah. Yeah, it's craptastic. Imagine if Doctor Who did that. Okay. Okay, continue. Yeah, let's continue. They do come. Often such leaders will need a profound cause. <laughs> so the guy who plays chess mm-hmm. uh, from The Cape, which I loved. He he looks very Vulcan-like. Like, from all the other things you've ever seen of Vulcan, he looks like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So why is that decision? Yeah, see that special effect? Uh, Abram verse. Oh, yes. yes. Very Abram verse. There are lens like, flares right on. everywhere yep. on this stupid trailer. Well, and she's the main character is even supposed to be Vulcan. She doesn't look like it, though. She's what? The main character, Michael, mm-hmm. is supposed to be Vulcan. She is? She's another Spock. 
Oh, I didn't know she was a Vulcan. But she looks more human than Vulcan. Mm-hmm. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, I how did, did I miss you that? You not part? catch this in the th- in it? It's in it's in That's, there. So we have another Vulcan first officer before Kirk who Spock was supposed to have been be the oh, first. Okay. One. Supposed to have been the first. More rewriting. Yeah, this is again why they're not following anything wow. to do with track. If you listen to this, the she ends up like she, there's like a couple like backstories uh, like what would be flashbacks where her father is yelling at her about her humanity. Gotcha. That's how I knew it was another Spock. Another half human, half Spock. Yeah. Uh, but her human side is more predominant than Spock's was. So she looks human, but she's actually part Vulcan. And man, grew up they on are Vulcan. really screwing with They the, are the messing with the entire here. canon, is what wow. they're doing. For no other reason than to just. Other, piss for no other out. reason to just throw out something with Star Trek's name on it. Uh, okay, Ooh. let's keep going for it. Found cause for their followers to rally around. Yeah, she doesn't. De- definitely doesn't have Vulcaneers. She doesn't. But just keep keep listening. What am I looking at? Object of unknown origin. We've come all this way, Captain. It would be irresponsible to leave whatever that is unknown. The way she she does talk kind of like a Vulcan. Yeah, mm. that is interesting. Yeah. And the tech is definitely like Kelvin Universe. Yeah, it's nuts. What have you done out there on the edge of Federation space? Computer. Enable igniter. Okay. Here's the Klingons. You want to talk about them? Oh, dear Lord. <laughs> they look like the Kelvin yeah. timeline. Not original series, not TNG, just something different. Yeah, and that was the thing about Star Trek is the Klingons always looked like the TNG version. Yeah. Except for the original series. Except for the original series. And they series, retcon which they explain fixed, that in Enterprise. Yeah, they fixed it. And, they fixed and explained what happened there with Enterprise. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. they even in Enterprise, they all look the same. Yeah. Like, it's this ancient empire that hasn't changed forever. But yet you keep making them look different. Well, I didn't mind them looking well, different in the Kelvin timeline because you can, it, you know, you can explain it. Do they, things are different. Do they look like Kelvin ones? I didn't even pay attention to that. They, look very, so they look very similar, yes. I, I was so annoyed by it at this point. Oh, these Klingons are. This is the biggest joke I think I've ever seen. This is ridiculous. Yeah. Well, Why not just make them a different species altogether? They look like some twisted thing from Spider-Man or something with the outfits. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. very strange. Yeah. And again, if this was a hundred years after Nemesis, which I think would be a mistake because you've got. Why not do a show that takes place twenty years after Nemesis and Voyager because you've got actors that are still around that are that age. And you could bring them back for fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Ooh, mm-hmm. what a stupid idea. <laughs> yeah. Pulling your headphones out there, Adam. Sorry. Okay, I'll keep going. Captain, what signatures detected? Context our fleet command. We have engaged the Klingons. Kobayashi Maru. See, look at that. It does kind of look like Kobayashi Maru. It, as soon as I saw that, I'm like, it's Kobayashi Maru. Great, they're going to show it live. Do it live. Screw it. We'll do it live. You will never learn, Vulcan. Your tongue is too human. Mm-hmm. That right okay, there. I caught yeah. that there. Yeah. That's it, basically explaining that she is actually another Spock. I guess I was... My, my brain was, was in total cognitive dissonance. When, That's for true. Some well, it's one of those things that you start watching and you instantly are like... If you're a Star no, Trek shut fan, it out. you're instantly shut it out. like... Yeah. Heresy! Heresy! <laughs> you're in complete rage mode. Like... <laughs> yeah. I, like, I caught that. I caught that. <laughs> I think there's one other clip in it where they show her on Vulcan... In the, in the background. Hulk smash! Exactly. I'm trying to save you. 
I'm trying to save all of you. We target its neck, cut off its head. Starfleet doesn't fire first. We have to. My people were biologically determined for one purpose alone, to sense the coming of death. I sense it coming now. What a stupid idea. <laughs> yeah, we're a race. Now we have this guy in the background and he tells us that death is coming. Yeah. Oh hey, this is a Star Trek thing? <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. It ne they need to explain where this is in which canon. Otherwise, it's going to bomb. It's going to bomb so hard. I think it's going to bomb anyway just because of the all-access thing. Well, yeah, that the, the all access alone. If they don't explain it before, us. if they don't explain like the canon placer before before it even starts, no one is going to get all access. No one is going to waste ten bucks to watch this show. They're mm -hmm. going to do what I do mm -hmm. and download it and not pay anything for it. And there's no ratings granted for me downloading it from a torrent site. So, yeah, screw you, CBS. You're going to end up canceling it after one season because you're going to screw Probably. it up. So badly. Probably. Ugh. Sorry. I'm raging. <laughs> rage on. Show it's rage. like the rage episode. <laughs> I don't know what else to say about it. I mean, it is, it is, um, what was the acronym? STD. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so, so here's my problem with it. In Star Trek, we have not had a new TV show in how long now? How long has it been since uh, Enterprise? To 10 years. 10 years? Over 10 years. Over 10 oh, years. Yeah, 11. We haven't had a new Star Trek series in over 10 years. We've had a complete re reboot slash time warp in the movie generation. Which, which we could talk the about first movie too. was great. I liked it. It was okay. It was a good start. It was a good kind of switch. Too much I, lens flare. <laughs> yeah, well, that's just, that's the, the pr Apple producer. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Nonetheless. The second one was not bad cool plot kind of was a revisit of star trek 2 again because it was con again con! in the second movie too predictable a story though yeah it was i didn't mind having con in it but yeah too predictable a story the third one wasn't a movie no it was a freaking television episode in two hours on a in an hour and a half on a movie screen mm -hmm. was... and then they give us this yeah i did like what the... i did like beyond WTF Paramount. Yeah. The, the one thing about Beyond <laughs> that I liked is that they kind of harkened back to Enterprise. They little, did, but they could have cool. done that in a TV show. Oh, yeah. Easily. The, I mean, and, the and, entire feel of that movie was a TV show. It wasn't mm -hmm. a movie. Mm -hmm. and, <sighs> yeah, it felt like an episode. It did. Yep. And then they give us this crap. And I've gone and back like, recently seriously. and watched Enterprise, and I, I get really angry oh, now Enter because... Enterprise was so good, was good at the end, towards the end. Yep. No, no. All of it was good. If well, you go back and watch it now, you'll be like, this is this is very Star Trek. Yeah. It was. Season I mean, it 4 wasn't, was its strongest. It wasn't bad. Season 4 was great. You know why? Season 4 was the strongest? No Berman? No Rick Berman right <laughs> Well, that's true. <laughs> Not that to man, That man was a, a cancer on Trek. Yes. yes he, he was. Well, the problem, the problem he was... He was a studio stooge and... He the was. problem that I had with Star Trek in general is when they decided to do Enterprise, it did not adapt to the way TV shows were running. It tried to do the, we don't have a continual story arc. We're just randomly going to fly about, and they're going to be different episodes right. that don't connect. 
other than the character plot that's being developed between yeah. the characters. And well, you can't do that with modern and television. Season, it well, had the and Bond thing, which but that's was where it started a little bit at the beginning. It. Well, that was the first first season. Yeah, but it, but it was a little bit at the beginning was, and then a little bit at the end. It yeah, like, there was no continual Yeah, the Temporal Cold War was the show in general. Yeah. Which the was problem great, is, is but that there they wasn't a lot They didn't it. lay it on thick enough in the first two. No, not To until. show that there was that overall arc that's always going to be occurring. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was too more, too much like TNG where you, where we're on this planet this episode and we're on this planet this episode. We don't know what happened in between, but we're just doing it because it's science. I, and it's Star Trek. I loved Enterprise. Which was awesome yeah. in the 80s mm-hmm. and the early 90s. Mm-hmm. Same thing with... Deep, what saved Deep Space Nine was the freaking overall Dominion War arc, the war, which yeah. was the jump into modern television where you had well, to have that storyline. Yeah, that's when they were transitioning. In the background, yeah. and then you just have random filler episodes. You can't yeah. have an entire series of filler episodes like TNG used to be. Enter- one of Enterprise's weaknesses, well, no, I won't say it was Enterprise per se, but Paramount made a huge mistake mm-hmm. with UPN. Remember the UPN network? Oh, yeah. yes. Enterprise was put on UPN because, by golly, Voyager had just wrapped up, but we've got to have another Trek on UPN, right? <sighs> Loved Enterprise, but that was a horrible, horrible business decision on the part of Paramount, in my opinion, yeah. because nobody watched it. Should have been it on couldn't USA get ratings. or something. There was no way to get ratings yeah. for it. Yeah. And by the, time it, by the time it was good and actually where it could be watchable, it wasn't saveable Correct. for the audience because they... Didn't want to go back and watch the two, the first mm-hmm. two seasons to yeah. figure out what the heck was going on by the Se- point they got to season three and four. Season four was just well, unbelievable Trek. I mean, that was oh, the, yeah, the it heart was of Trek right there. Season three with the Zindi was... It was I love season three, but that one was almost a little too... How do you want, like, if you miss an episode, you, you were like, uh, what's yes. happening? What, oh, yeah. what just happened? Yeah, yeah that one, it was that one to, they, they but, latched onto the continuous story. But that's what shows are like now. They're yeah. all like that now. True. Fair you miss yeah, an episode, you now, go. You, if you miss an episode, you got to go back and watch it. You're not yeah. going to be able to, to skip it. But back then, before so. you had the ability to really watch these episodes online, effectively. Oh, yeah. See, that's why I say, I missed a couple episodes in the Zindi arc. And, and you're like, what's going on? Totally through. Yeah, and you don't no, have I a totally DVR, agree. you're screwed. Yep. Yeah. It's totally different back in 2005 when the show started. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Which is sad. But, but I th- you could still bring Enterprise back and do a season. With that entire crew, mm-hmm. and finish up that You're last pull story. Pull break and bring them back after. Oh, yeah. Why not? Mm. How many shows have done it now? Yeah, but it's Paramount. I know, I know, yeah. Paramount won't. But I'm saying, if I run Star Trek, that's no, what if, I do. Even if they were, I start with Enterprise. If they were to do it, they'd bl- they'd screw it up at this point. Well, I'm assuming that you have people like us writing it that would yeah. well, that love it. That assumption in, is in, very in a fairy tale, very in a fairy tale world yeah. where we're in charge of it. Yeah. Yes, I would. T- yeah, Paramount, take, give it to us. We'll make you money. Yeah. Netflix, bring, bring Enterprise back. Netflix. For several seasons. Do a season of the alternate universe. Oh. Do a season of the Romulan, the Romulan War. War. Which is, yeah, they and, were going to do And for God's that. sakes, it would never be a 22 or 24 episode no. season. Oh, no. There'd it would be, like be like Netflix. Eight, However many stories, episodes you need to do the story right. Whether it's 8, yep. between 8 and 12, something like that. Yeah. Ish. 14, Just whatever it takes to do it right. Well, all the Marvel ones on Netflix are 13. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. have to be limited to 42 minutes. No. Or 44 minutes, whatever it is, you know, for commercials and all that crap. It's on Netflix. It could be anywhere around there. Yep. Yeah. It's not a big deal. This is what I'm saying. Netflix needs to pick up Star Trek. They would They be would smart, do it right. And they could afford it. They could do it so right. Amazon, too. True. Oh, that'd be a perfect place for it. Amazon yep. picks it up and puts it on yep. uh, 
Prime TV. Yep, because they've got them all. Oh anyway. my gosh, that's where I watched Enterprise was Amazon Prime. Yeah, well, and like if you're familiar with uh, uh, this is kind of off the rails for a second, but if you're familiar with Amazon TV, they basically bought the Top Gear crew, and that show is excellent. Yes, yes, uh, the Grand Tour. Yeah, I do love that show. So. Amazon definitely knows what they're doing. Netflix knows what they're doing. Every normal TV episode, every normal TV broadcasting, whatever, they all just need to die on a fire and be done because nobody's doing it right anymore. (laughs) Yes. They're run by a bunch of old men who have no clue how modern people want to watch their TV. It's true. If you look at television and movies, it's run by about seven old guys. (laughs) All of it. Yeah. (laughs) Which is sad. The, The... Network television model is just, it's its going by the wayside. Yeah. Oh, well. So, off, are we done messing around with Discovery? Because, darn. I think it's dead and buried. Yeah. It's, well. it's at least dead for the moment for us. So, so, all that rage for the last, like, 20 minutes. <laughs> I only want to set this up to tell you that we are actually, the, and Adam kind of said it, we are... And you, if you couldn't couldn't tell, we are huge Star Trek fans. <laughs> Die hard. Die hard. Seen it all. Played the MMO that's now free to play for years. St- Adam still plays. Yeah. Um, which is also in a video game is great Trek when they make the there the episodes in that. Um, mm-hmm. Let's well, and that's run by people that love it. So yeah, exactly. They've got actors coming back and reprising roles, voice wise. Nice. They've yeah. got an entire story arc about the Iconians that's just brilliant. Mm-hmm. And then they, they thread in all the different things yeah. that you're familiar with. And and that's why I like I played it up fun. until about a year or two ago. And then I've kind of basically taken a break because I got burnt out on it. But um, at some point I want to go back and play the stories because the stories are good. They're good. They are good. I mean, you're, you're the one playing them, but you're basically playing as if it was a TV episode. And you're running through all right. of what would happen in that. You're the main character instead of it being somebody you're watching. Yeah, it's so, a lot better now than it used to be. Yeah, <laughs> they've overhauled graphics and yep, it's still glitchy. But they basically, at times, but... You, you've got people who love Star Trek running that, and that's what makes it so good. Yeah, and so believable, and it's in the original canon, just progressing that timeline. Yeah, it takes place um, in twenty four oh nine. So yeah, it's basically <laughs> moving past everything that happened. So as soon as um the as soon as Romulus was exploded. That's basically when it takes place. Is yeah. the time right a after little bit that, after so. that? Yeah, and they start explaining why and okay. who did what, and it's like this is awesome. That's... Oh, maybe Paramount should make a TV show with this storyline. Yeah, exactly. It would be awesome. <laughs> but yeah, in general, yeah, we are just we're diehard fans. We want to see it go. It's it's like a Star Wars. It's like a Star Wars fan, but there's nothing for us right now because Paramount is doing it dumb. Mm-hmm. I mean, George Lucas doing gave it. it George Lucas finally gave it up and. Lo and behold, Disney knows how to make a Star Wars. And it turned out great for two movies so far. So, we need the same thing that happened with Paramount. Somebody take over Paramount, take over Paramount or get Star Trek away from them. Nice planet. <laughs> you are fully dilated to 10 centimeters. You may now give birth, <laughs> sir. I protest. I am not a merry man. <laughs> we are not merry men about Star Trek Discovery. Or a lot of things. Yeah. <sighs> But so yeah, just just so you know, we love Star Trek, even though we're bashing Paramount for doing what they're doing with Discovery. Mm-hmm. So I agree. I, I don't play STO that much, but 
um, okay at it all, but yeah, um, I kind of follow the for the <laughs> little trailers they do. I follow yeah. the storyline stuff, but I agree, there's some really neat storylines with that going on, like oh. bringing back the Iconians and uh, the Dyson spheres and everything I, like that. And, I yeah. bet you, if you looked up on YouTube, you could find somebody who like. Oh, you can. That recorded it as they were going through it, so you could watch and read the story. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, um, I also See, that, that is a radical departure from what they did in the books, though. Yeah. In the books that they've done in the last 10 years, they took off on a completely different arc with that, where with shortly... The no, actually, they didn't include the Iconians at all. It was with the Borg, what they did to them. In all of the books, well, there was a series, it was the Star Trek Destiny series. Mm, I've heard of that. And... Um, what they did was they introduced the the species that was the parent of the Borg. Oh, who, yeah. Who, what the Borgs came from. They are basically a people made of nanotech, like nanobots. Were they Swedish? No. <laughs> not Swedish. But um, what happens is one of them is hurt really bad, so messed up, it starts assimilating other people, and that she was the first oh. queen of the Borg. Oh, gotcha. So in the book series, it actually spans, includes Enterprise, and one of the a captain, one of the NX class finds them, and sure. she, she is turned into a nanobot person. And <laughs> um, nanobot person. But it has all the TNG, everything, all all combined. But basically, what happens is um, Borg. Borg sounds Swedish. Yes. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> Swedish. Borg. But basically, what happens in that? Um, Captain Janeway, uh, th- there's a there's a renegade Borg ship. She gets assimilated and killed. Yay! Oh, sorry. And <laughs> and then the Borg come through uh, the Azure Nebula, which is yeah. a nebula located pretty much kind of like in a triangle between Federation, Romulan, and Klingon space. Mm. And they just basically are so pissed off at the Federation for what Janeway did to them at, at the end of Voyager. <laughs> They're just like, we don't even care anymore. We're just going to blow the crap out of you. And they just start laying wow. waste. Just thousands upon thousands of these Borg ships have come pouring out of the nebula. Through they have like, it's not a transwarp conduit. It's more like like the Vodwar tunnels. Okay. And Starfleet didn't have time to figure out how to collapse them without causing a huge like subspace shockwave that would blow everything to, to kingdom come. But so they just come pouring out thousands upon thousands of ships. Starfleet is completely overwhelmed. They adapt to the they 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 send the, the specs out for the the transphasic torpedoes. They can't hardly slow them down before they adapt to it what, and um what just more entire entire planets just get laid blown to pieces by them that 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 right there is a good setup for the start of a new series yeah mm-hmm. okay now we got this experimental ship and crew and now go deal with yeah. this so then what happens is <laughs> spoiler alert spoils um the people who spawned the borg from that first one the swedes um Riker and his crew make contact with them oh, bring the them basically yeah yeah. Um, Esri Dax on the uh, the Aventine, yeah. she with a transwarp or the slipstream drive she has on that ship, they they get those people in contact with them and they bring come back and they basically transform every Borg through you know how they have the the the, mm-hmm. the, the uni mind yeah they reach through that and transform them all back into people huh into themselves and yeah what they were before mm. all the Borg. Basically, every piece of Borg technology is just evaporated. And Interesting. Wow. So, but then this, but then they're left with the destruction oh, that yeah. that caused. Oh, yeah. And what happens, ends up happening in the books, is you have this giant, like, anti-Federation forms mm. of, like, the uh, the Tholians, 
the Breen. Of course. Of course. Cardassians. Of course. Everybody who hates the Federation. <laughs> like half the Very Romulans. Because now in that one, they, they did the whole, you know, Romulus being destroyed and everything. Mm-hmm. So th- there's like two, I think two factions of Romulans at this point or something like that. Yeah, there's the old Tal Shiar. Yeah. And then there's like the uh, the new Romulus. So it's them versus Federation and Klingons. Ugh. So it, yeah, best way to call it is the Anti-Federation. <laughs> and see, so I'm not sure I'm really, I don't know. I'm not really down with that for, from a standpoint of you just removed one of the greatest enemies in the entire Trek universe. Just, oh, they're gone. Uh, no, I'm okay with that. Because you gotta, <laughs> it's been done to death, you know. But that that right there is a great, great storyline for a season, a show, whatever. Mm-hmm. That's, that's awesome. Okay. Why not do that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then come in with this Iconian story that Stowe did, or something similar. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Iconians are cool. You, you can know, do all kinds of stuff. One of our friends the other day, we were talking yeah. online, and uh, I kind of genesis us an idea with our little future timeline. For those oh, of you who no, don't know, we, know what's years ago we had developed basically this idea of like STO, how it's in the future, mm-hmm. and then the war's going on. So we had come up with an entire timeline along that line. Nerd and I was alert. thinking we could introduce the Takan yeah. returning because they had the ability to move entire star systems. Mm-hmm. And so, like, you could take the, uh, like, the Typhon Expanse, for example. You could write that into the Typhon Expanse was, um, I don't want to say, kind of like a nuclear disaster zone, so to speak, in subspace mm-hmm. from that, from when the Takan blew up. And that was their, where their home world was. And all of their colonies, they, they had the ability to move planets and stuff. And when they tried to move them, it flung them through time. Uh-huh. And so, like, in our timeline, a Takan colony shows up. Yeah appears and then all heck breaks loose and that's one thing star trek's always done well is time travel they've always been able to incorporate it probably better than any show yeah even doctor who because they just do whatever the heck they want and explain it as timey-wimey but Mm. that that's that's actually a really good point about um i don't know what i was gonna say (laughs) (laughs) i'm a stupid brain (laughs) ripping your headphones out of yours but i will say like our time our timeline was a lot like i i Put it in a lot like the same mindset of Stowe, mm-hmm. where where it was Star Trek yeah. Online, where the Federation basically had to, as much as they were a, a, a an exploration mm-hmm. group, they have to learn how to fight their battles exactly and adapt to it. And so like Stowe yep. basically did that, and that's why there are a gazillion admirals running around now because everyone has to have a fleet in order to take out mm-hmm. these these enemies. Yeah. Instead of just having like one admiral and a j- gazillion captains, and mm-hmm. well, and that would have to happen because um, just because everyone in the Federation has decided, hey, peace is a good idea, doesn't mean the everyone Klingons or yeah, it doesn't the Borg mean, exactly. Or and that's a, another reason why yep. I think it would be okay if the Borg got wiped out because you could always bring in the next big baddie, you yeah. know, from another galaxy even or another universe. Well, and, or I mean, that's what Stowe did every time, like. There's a story art worth a Borg, and then it kind of ends off, and then you have the uh, species eight four seven two or yeah. the peop- the fluidic space people, and they do a story arc with them. So there's always a bad guy. Yeah, and yeah. there are tons of them in that universe, and you have to have enough people to fight it, and you can't do it the way that unfortunately Gene Roddenberry did the original series mm-hmm. in TNG. Right. You have to be able to adapt and become a force. Because philosophically, want to get philosophical for a moment? Sure, go for okay. it. Oh, yeah. Let me hit my so- horn. Let me hit my horn. <laughs> philosophical horn. Because philosophically, <laughs> yes, the philosophical form. 
So, anyways, um, at its heart, Trek envisioned by Roddenberry was supposed to be socialist utopia mm-hmm. in space. Yes. Yes. Okay? But as soon as you introduce bad guys, that blows up because you can't do it that yeah. way. The reality, though, <laughs> reality crushes into it. Yeah. <clears throat> no, no parallels today, of course. But, yeah. um, Not is that in reality, you can't be friends with everybody. No. There are going to be bad guys. You're going to have to deal with them one way or another. Yeah. And so that's why, even though I don't get to play it, mm-hmm. STO sounds great because it's kind of... See, Deep Space Nine, I think, put the exposed the lie of that. Yeah, yeah they did. They and did. they didn't even realize it. Remember, all these guys are like big time, like... Yeah. Marxist flavors, you know, the yeah. writing. This. Yeah. But they inadvertently put the lie to the whole socialist utopia nonsense, mm-hmm. the Deep Space Nine. Yeah. yeah. And so that's why I kind of liked our little universe we came up with and STO and stuff. Yeah, basically, it's, we did the same thing. It's a little more reality. Realized, based. Yeah. realized uh-huh. the fact that we're in, the Federation's going to fall apart mm-hmm. if we don't adapt and fight. Yep. And so, yes, we try to be friends, but we're not... We're going to be strength. friends while still yeah. pointing a gun in your face. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, yeah, so. it's like you've got, you know, like you were talking about DS9, you've got the Cardassians and, and yeah. Bajor, and it's kind of like a Cold War situation yeah. there. And then mm-hmm. you're dealing with the Maquis and the Breen come in, and then all of a sudden this giant group comes in that says, oh, we don't give a crap about anybody, we're just going to kill you all. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. that's, I mean, there's nothing going on today like that at no, all. No, 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 um, no. <laughs> so, well, yes, it is. It's yeah. not Star Wars. Because Star Wars is, we have to always be fighting about everything over the galaxy at all times. Exactly. Whereas Star Trek, mm-hmm. we haven't even explored the entire galaxy, which is yeah much more realistic. Well, and, and even in Stowe, they they always try a di- diplomatic option in oh, everything absolutely. that they yeah. do. Oh, yeah. So the, people the, say, the mindset of the Federation is still there, but they're still going to use mm-hmm. force if they have to exactly. to defend themselves. The original force. Thing, so. I not thought the, the original. Force. Yeah, not the force, but force. Which is force. The original Trek did a great job of that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it did. Yeah, I mean, Kirk I mean, was Kirk was like ready to be your friend, but if you you, you shot at him, he was gonna blow your butt out of space. Yeah, you know? <laughs> it's like come on. Well, and Gene Roddenberry was. was Whereas McCard will give you lectures genius. about. Yeah, yes. <laughs> Picard was very much the utopian, like the TNG. They the, went the way first heavy. Season yeah, of the TNG pre- was. They went really heavy with the utopian concept with that one. I, I remember as a kid, my folks carrying on about that because they saw right through. As a kid, I didn't pick up on no, it neither did at I. all. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, that's why I love uh, Deep Space Nine because, like we said, it's it was kind of like, mm, yeah, that might sound good in a little paradise, but once you get in the real world, exactly. so to speak, the rest of the galaxy that's not a cushy little place, yeah. And the, the funny they thing, work by a little different means there. So the funny thing is, is in Stowe. They play off of that a lot. They do. Where, like, the Federation is trying to be their, the buddy-buddy, the utopian guy. Mm-hmm. And then one of the other races basically makes, like, a backhanded comment and slaps it down. So, yeah, it's it's hilarious. They even, like, they even play they even play fun on it in in Star Trek Online. So, mm-hmm. uh, you have either the Cardassians or, or some, some mm-hmm. other race that's instantly going well yeah. well that's not going to work or this is what's going to happen if you do it that way yeah <laughs> so i mean they still try but yeah it, it gets played mm-hmm. fun of now because it's it's honestly it'll never work there's always going to be someone who dissents so sorry mm-hmm. well unless you eliminated them all in a world war which is what happened in star trek 
They well, all, they all eliminated of. each other, basically. <laughs> Technically, if you, yeah, if you're starting with like the Zephyr and Cochran part in World mm-hmm. War, whatever, yeah. where they nuke the planet. Yeah. yeah. And I think yeah. philosophically, there was another aspect there to, to Trek was if we suddenly discovered we weren't alone, it, would that change us? I think it would change uh, the majority, but I don't know if it would be. I, yeah. I, I agree with the fact that if, like, I don't know. If we had, if, if, if first contact with like the Vulcans after that type of devastation to our planet where they in that where, case probably where instead of all the movies showing that every alien is going to blow our face off yeah. you meet an alien that actually is going to help you after you we've blown our face off mm-hmm. um i think it would unite the planet at least for a while but there would still always be the dissenter but not if they came like today yeah like if they came today, no. Uh, people no. people might unite for a minute, but they'd probably just be like they unite for a minute to shoot them out of the sky. Is yeah, what they much. try. Yeah. yeah, pretty much. I'd be because like, take every, me with you. Because every everything <laughs> Hollywood has ever shown us about aliens want, makes us want to kill them all. Yes, but Hollywood <laughs> sucks. Yes. So there's that. See, I would argue, or it'd be like the arrival where they show up and just go. I would argue that after Earth got over the initial shock of it, the only thing that would change, sorry, our our human nature never changes. No, and I think the only thing that would change would be just our tactic tactics and tech and how we go about doing it. Yeah. Oh yeah. (laughs) It's probably true. Unfortunately, we we would think about like other science sci-fi that's done a great job. Uh, Babylon Five. Yep. Yeah. uh, Stargate series. Mm -hmm. Yes. Those are much more realistic i think yeah in terms are. of how human behavior works stargate's probably the most um modern day yeah realistic type where it'd be like well even oh, crap. even even bab five was that way bab it five was, was, it was extremely still in the future this is how human how human nature works even in the realm of having a gazillion races of aliens to deal with yeah we're still going to be human in the end and you're still you're still going to hate us at that mm-hmm. point so but yeah, that i was, get that that's the catalyst of star trek is yeah. that there is a, yeah. some sort of an enlightenment but they even, amongst these survivors of a world yes. war to know that yes. what are we going to do? Or like, we can't just keep killing each other. Yeah. But even in TNG timeline, when, uh, and deep space nine timeline, when they went back to earth, the sections of the planet where that's not the Federation, where it's just people living, they're normal human. They're normal humans doing normal human things, having normal human jobs. And you could see that play out. Like when Cisco went back to whatever town he was from and was, being a chef mm-hmm. for a couple episodes and when Picard went back to France those people don't give a crap about what aliens out there they're just doing mm-hmm. what they're doing here on earth and they're human yeah but they have the federation to worry about that they yes. got the, they've got all this they protection that's thing, yeah. from starfleet exactly so they never see but then but but you see that that's where like the utopia of that they don't care about the utopia they're not living in the utopia federation basically says we're a utopia mm-hmm. so like there's no money on the Enterprise because we don't have to because we're just one big happy family. Back on, <laughs> back on, back on oh, Earth, they're oh. sell, they're Picard's Vineyard still selling wine for a cost. Exactly, they're not giving it yep. away. Yeah. The Federation yeah. is the only thing that's a utopia. Well, and so Enterprise did talk, that came up all the time yeah. in Enterprise because they would be they would meet some race and they'd be like, "Hey, we're this happy go lucky." They're like, "Piss off." Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've got work to do or whatever, you know. It's always something. Gene, you're adorable. <laughs> B, you're so beautiful. C, 
you're a cutie full of charm. D, you're a darling, and E, you're exciting, and him dancing around the bridge. Feather in yeah, my I arms. remember that. G, you look good to me. <laughs> H, you're so heavenly. I, you're the one I idolize. Awesome. J, we're like Jack and Jill. K, you're so kissable. L, is the love light in your eyes. M, N, O, P. I could go on all day. <laughs> Q. 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 R. <laughs> S. T. Alphabetically speaking, you're okay. You make my life complete. V means you're very sweet. Double. U. X. Y. Z. Z. <laughs> it's fun so to funny. wander through the alphabet with you to tell you what you mean to. Engage. And Patrick Stewart was asked, would you ever come back as Picard? What did he say? He said, if it, if it was for a good reason. Yeah, that's true. So you've got proof right there that these actors would come back and, and do oh, an yeah. episode oh, gosh, yes. or two for, you know, this a new show. But no, we've got to go in the past. And now for something completely different. I was born with the wrong side in the wrong Oh yeah, so so we don't have Dana, but we'll go over the results of Backlash, and then we'll figure out the punishment when he's back, because I'm hoping he loses again. The punishment is he has to do the entire next show by himself. (laughs) While we sit there and heckle? Yes. (laughs) So so Dana has to talk to himself for for 30 minutes while we heckle him? Yes. That's going to be interesting. All right, so Backlash. Adam. Yeah, so the funny thing is that we totally forgot that there was an NXT pay-per-view, which are generally better than the WWE yeah, they, pay-per-views. They always are. So, um, whoopsie. There was that rock on the range getting rained out and tornadoes and all that yeah. fun. And uh, wait, T-Rexes and boobies. And did I leave anything out? Okay. No. Good. Lots of good stuff. So, uh, Dana and I watched it. And we were like, hey, let's watch the NXT pay-per-view before the backlash. Which allows us to fast forward through things we do not like. So, yay! yay Which we did a lot. Um, <laughs> oh, that good. <laughs> it was awesome. Um, let me get my card here. Uh, NXT, the first. So we didn't even do predictions for NXT, but no. Whatever. So predictions don't. So winners for this don't matter to the predictions. No. Um, the first match was Roderick Strong versus Eric Young. We fast forward. Who cares? I don't even remember who won. I th- I think Sanity did, but. 
Oh, okay. Um, the next was the UK title, which was actually a good match. Um, Pete Dune versus Tyler Bate. I mean, these. I don't know if you watched nobody any. versus nobody. Yeah, they're they're a bunch of smaller no name guys. They're not they're not like cruiserweights where they can do high flying. Some of them can do high flying. And if these we two have guys anybody can. from England watching, they're all gonna get like slapped in the comments now. Right now. No, no, because <laughs> I mean, we don't know that we don't know these English guys. They're really great. Like I watched the UK <laughs> tournament. They're really good um, wrestlers. They just they're small. They're not. Yeah, they're not WWE. But these yeah. two put on a really cool match. Um, well, that's good. It started very like 1930s wrestling at the beginning, which was odd, like lots of holds and oh, you know the slowdown stuff. Yeah, and then they all it just it took it took off and it was fun. Exploded. Um, and the guy who wasn't champion won. <laughs> I don't remember. I think it was Tyler. Tyler okay, Bay. so the the cha- so the title switched hands or it yes. was oh cool yeah. okay so fun moment. Good. Um, the next was the women's title. Asuka <laughs> was in a three way with Nikki Cross and Ruby Riot. Excuse me. Yes. Pizza burp. Um, that whole match was Nikki Cross versus Ruby Riot. Couldn't take their they couldn't take the focus off of each other, and Oscar took advantage and won. That's basically. Oh, the so story basically, Oscar did like almost nothing, and they no, no, beat they, themselves. They did a good job, but it ended up Nikki Cross and Ruby couldn't stop fighting each other. Yeah, so they, they basically yeah. took themselves out. Yeah, and yeah. then that's annoying. I hate when they do that. And I think Oscar has had the title now longer than everybody. And no, any champion in WWE for like the last thirty years or something. Really? Yeah, that's weird. She's well, had it, it for over sense. a year. She's had it for over a year now. Yeah, and I think CM Punk held the title for like four hundred some days, so it yeah. would be right around there. Okay, so the next match was the NXT title. It was not the main event. Okay. Kind of odd. Yeah. Baba Rude fought uh, Hideo. He finally came back from yet another injury. He's very injury prone, uh, and it was a pretty good match. I fall and I can't get up a lot. Yeah. And Bobby hurt his like he uh, kayfabe hurt his right arm, Aww. so he was having hard trouble doing his DDT. He ended up doing it twice Aww. at the end anyway to hurt himself, and still won. So <laughs> it was nurse. decent. Well, at least Bobby nurse. Uh, the <laughs> I love Daniel's comments. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's um, from an old Mad Magazine making fun of X Men. Where oh, Wolverine's it? going, nurse! <laughs> it's like Jose ended up with nice. those blades. Except instead of blades, it was like a hair pick. That's hilarious. <laughs> uh, Fantastic. Right. What's the next match? Uh, the last match, the main event, was the tag team titles, and it was DIY versus Authors of Pain again. But it was a okay. ladder match. Mm-hmm. And they beat the crap out of each other. Until one point, they had a giant one of the big ladders on the ground, and DIY went up both sides. And then they had two ladders on the barrier mm-hmm. stretching across into the ring. And each one of the authors of pain, Toka and Razar, as we call them, um, <laughs> sitting down. Because one of them's name is Razar and the other one is, I don't know, Galuka. Oh. It doesn't matter. And then they jumped off that onto them. But, oh, so like the seesaw effect? Yeah. Oh. But um, Champa went through his guy and his ladder and Johnny Wrestling like barely hit his guy and it didn't break and oh, it was oh. it was not a good spot but <laughs> that's always the best you're like whoops it's like you screwed, you up. screwed up so it's more entertaining when it doesn't work right it really is yeah most of the time so then authors of pain retained and Fine. um and then champa turned on johnny wrestling at the finally end. and i mean he beat the crap out of him they had <laughs> i mean beat him up the ramp 
took him to the announcer's table, and then they had three tables painted like a like a big equipment box or something, and he threw him through that. And I mean, Johnny went through all three. It was like, wow. it was a good spot. And the pay per view ended. I'm like, that's how you do a pay per view, man. Yeah. It was awesome. Sounds like NXT was a lot better. I really wish I could watch it. <laughs> yes, it was a lot better. Um, I am glad that I didn't waste three hours of my life on Backlash, though. Well, we didn't waste three hours because we fast forwarded. <laughs> fast forward. <laughs> <laughs> As Daniel nearly yeah. literally explodes, pop. So, do you have the card for that? Because yeah, well, I have the predictions and the card for it. So yeah, because there was um, something was on the pre-show. We didn't we didn't watch any of the pre-show this time. Well, who cares about the pre-show though? Unless it's one of these matches. Oh, I think it is. Uh, let me insert a row. Hey there. Insert row. Hey, watch where you're inserting that row. To the right. Uh, um, no. So, uh, Orton versus Gender. Well, that was the main event. Yes. And Gender won. What? <laughs> oh, my God. So, WWE is setting up this thing in India like they did in China a few years ago. So, we got to pick the one Indian guy and make him champion. He's never been... He's never really done anything in the company important. So they're pandering to the people they're trying to the locality they're trying to. Oh yes. Go after. I mean, to the point that they had there was this tag team, the Bollywood Boys, in NXT. They pull him up to be their his lackeys, and now Jinder Mahal is the WWE champion. Okay. The Great Rajesh. This is how this is how unimportant this guy is. He just got his first T-shirt after becoming the WWE oh, title or champion. Lord. So it's like. <laughs> That's, That's even bad marketing. It's it's horrible. Come now. Who's, Not, who's running this show? Well, his name is Vincent obviously K. McMahon. Yeah, obviously no one that has a brain. Uh. Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. It's, it's all going to come back to him until he gives it up. His brain is in his genetic jackhammer. <laughs> it is grapefruits. Yes. <laughs> Which is why this is all crap. <laughs> crap. Because it's so close to crap. It's not Scottish. It's crap. All right. It's not uh, Scottish. It's crap. Uh, fa- fashion Popo versus uh, Usos. Okay, so this was the very first match on the actual card. Okay. So we were like, sweet. It was awesome. They came out like they they, they did this um, um, promo thing, video, where no, it wasn't a video. It was just a promo in the backstage. Mm-hmm. Where um, Tyler Breeze was dressed as a janitor because he's a master of disguise, <laughs> and Fandango was going off about it, and so they come out, and you're like, okay, here they come. Fandango comes out, and then <laughs> Tyler Breeze comes out still as the janitor, and everyone's like, what the crap is going on? He gets in the ring, he's got a mop, he's he's mopping the floor and going over to the Usos and like accidentally hitting them, and he's playing the character of this janitor the whole time. <laughs> Okay, and like the Usos are trying to wrestle him, and he's like tripping him accidentally, you know, with the thing, <laughs> until they rip all his crap off, and he gets thrown out and tags Fandango in. Fandango comes in, dun 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 dun, dun. and all of a sudden, this old woman gets up on the turnbuckle, and it's Tyler Breeze has dressed himself like an old woman. Oh, he's God. the master of disguise, quote unquote. <laughs> Fandango comes over, tags him, and you need to go back and watch this match. Yeah, it's, I need to go back. Really I, funny. I was you told me to watch it. I forgot to. Yeah, so I'll it's go okay. Back and watch it. Sounds impressive. He comes in. He's playing this old woman. JBL's putting him over. As much as I don't really care for JBL anymore, he's putting this whole situation over. He's wrestling an old woman. You can't do that. 
and she's and the she beats the crap out of him. Yeah, the, the Usos beat the crap uh, out of him, rip everything <laughs> off, and then they have you know somewhat of a, a good match, and then the Usos retain. So. Okay, so Usos, are... but it was highly, highly entertaining, funny. It was just good. I mean, it's it's what wrestling should be. Not all the time, obviously, but yes, it was fun. It was a great way to. St- it was actually the worst way to start the show because the rest of the show was so bad compared to it. <laughs> oh well. All right, so I have Owens versus AJ. This um, is the next match. Yeah, it was a pretty good match, wrestling match. Um, Owens. Owens won by. Um, oh, it was by countout. Oh. Hey, they were fighting at the table, and AJ got his foot stuck. In the um in the table, oh. he couldn't get back into the ring, and they did the count out. So that's not over. So 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 Kevin won. Yes, Kevin Owens retained. Oh no. No chance. That's what you got. Muppets. That's what we got. That's why we have no good story because we have no chance. That's right. All right, uh, women's SmackDown women's champions match six woman tag. It was a tag team match, yeah, not for the title. Okay, and I predicted the heels to win because the title was not on the line, and the heels won because the title was not on the line. I mean, it was extremely predictable. It, it wasn't much of a match. We kind of fast forward. Jared's angry about it. <laughs> you picked the girl. The the good well, guy. so far I'm not liking the way this is stacking up here. Oh. <laughs> If I remember from memory, I think Dana's going to win, but that might be wrong. I don't know, whatever. Because um, I know he picked gender, and not, you and I did not. Oh, well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so that, so that match was, oh, let's try to set up some feuds with the women, and it was boring. It was just boring. Mm-hmm. Nothing special. Fight. Okay, so next match was uh, Shinsuke Nakamura versus Dolph Ziggler. It's my old sound. Shinsuke versus Dolph. Uh, that was actually a really good match. Um, first time Shinsuke's wrestled on the double yeah. double E. And well, outside of NXT, they don't consider NXT double double E. But, I mean, when they Whatever. officially talk about stuff, I know it's stupid. It's like, yeah, it's your farm league. Anyway, yeah. So, um, yeah, Shinsuke was it actually okay, or did Shin- it was pretty decent? Okay, I still think Dolph needs to reinvent himself. Okay, and Shinsuke was awesome. But the crowd just didn't know how to, you know, you could tell Kevin Dunn didn't really know how to film him right. And, you know, the crowd didn't really know how to react to a lot of Shinsuke's stuff. Really? Like, when you know, when he does the, the um, I don't remember the move name, but when he puts his foot on their throat on the side of the ring, he goes, mm-hmm. ah! People go freaking ballistic in NXT for it. Oh, and yeah. Japan and the WWE crowd was like, hey, okay. You know they didn't they didn't Stupid do the yow and they'll Stupid get crowd. they'll get used to it hopefully. Uh, so who won? Shinsuke. Okay. Like I said, Shinsuke is gonna get he's gonna have a match every once in a while. and He's just gonna win for a while. Just so you know, that's mm. my first point. Mm, delicious phasma. <laughs> you should explain what. So <laughs> we did. We oh, did. That's right. Yeah, we talked about it. It's like a four foot. Um, four foot. Four. <laughs> I've been eating a four foot chocolate statue. No, like. <laughs> Not solid know, what, chocolate. Ten inches, maybe eight. Yeah, hollow. There's pieces in it. Mm. Yes, pieces. Mm. Awesome, Fazma. Thank you. I mean, have the rest. I don't want. <laughs> I'm been eating too much. Leave it, leave it around. I'll, I'll, I'll screw my blood sugar up. 
Army? Oh, dude. <laughs> no chance. He'll barf it up. Um, so the last yes. match that we had, <laughs> the last match we had for the card, <laughs> as Adam hacks, hacks up along, um, was Sammy barking. versus Boren. Boren Snorman. Oh, I don't know why I did that. I don't know why you did that, because that was probably the worst match, probably. Yeah, we fast-forwarded through the whole thing. <laughs> I think Sammy actually won. Do we know for sure who won? I'm pretty sure Sammy won. Let me check. Yeah, please check. No, you're supposed to have the card, not me. I have the I have the card. I don't have the results. Oh, yeah, that was the... um. I'll go back for just a second and talk about the women's match, because I just looked at a picture, and I forgot that. All the women on um the face side... Like, did their hair up funny. Really? So, like, Naomi had hers up in, like, a um, Booker T-style pineapple dreads. Mm-hmm. And then Charlotte, like, did the sides of hers up real tight hmm. and then back. And then Becky did hers up, like, some sort of 80s punk rocker, like, up real high and back, like a giant weird mohawk thing. Hmm. Okay. It was very strange. Yes, Sami Zayn defeated Boring Snorman. Okay. This is the first pay-per-view? That I have lost. Oh, good. Um, there are, before you announce the winner, I assume you have a winner. Yes, there is actually a winner. There were two other matches. Oh, that we didn't predict. The kickoff show had Ty Dillinger, 10, 10, 10. Okay. Versus, versus. Aiden English, who's been doing his, like, funny poet, singer okay. guy, which is okay. So That, wasn't, that, wouldn't, that doesn't Dillinger sound like a bad won. match. Yeah, it was probably good. Okay. And then Luke Harper, in the middle of the pay-per-view, Luke Harper defeated Eric Rowan. That was yeah a complete waste of time, probably. Yep. we I think we fast-forwarded to that one, because I don't remember anything about it. Gotcha. They're a better tag team so, than they are. Singles wrestlers. Okay. So. Who won? Ermagerd. The guy who's not here. Uh, that's why I said I knew yeah. he would. Yeah. He got four, right? Out of, out of six? Well, because he didn't show up to get his winnings. You lose. They are forfeit. They are forfeit. No, I uh, win. Ha-ha. Yeah, the next one is Adam. <laughs> so Adam got so Adam got three, I believe. Make sure you forfeit your win. I know I picked you got, you Usos, got, Shinsuke, and the and, and um, the, the heels. The heel girl. But you didn't get the rest of them. No, I picked so, AJ. So you got Randy. three out of the six. I, however, unfortunately, got a craptastic four. A uh, craptastic two. What'd you pick? The only two that I got right. Uh, were Shinsuke and Sammy. <laughs> Everything else was wrong. Totally wrong. I can't believe you got Sammy. Yeah, I know. I was the only one who picked Sammy. <laughs> Fun. So, figure out... So, if, if, if listen to episode five. We asked for more for more punishments. We haven't. We just released that, by the way. Just to let you know. Um, y'all, you'll have already known because this is episode six. Ha <laughs> ha! Uh... But we'll figure out a punishment the next time we record based off of the feedback that we're getting from episode five right now. So Yeah, we'll we'll get to the punishments. Yeah. Unfortunately I'm gonna have to have a punishment this time. There was tie last time for loser, which is why you both got it. Gotcha, yeah. I still need I to was the outright that. winner and you guys tied to lose. Alright, let's um let's go to um Money in the Bank real quick. That's the six man <clears throat> ladder match, which they've already announced by the way, so you wanna know what it is? That might be sure. very cool. Um it's Sammy Zayn, Boring Snorvin, Dolph. So those three. Yeah. yeah. But Kevin Owens. Okay, that's good. Shinsuke. Oh my. And AJ. 
Wow. So that could the be the choreographing, best. The what? The choreography needed to do that. The and and Holy here's the Moses. thing with these six man ladder matches, every single second is choreographed. Like they go through the entire thing because and like six you said, because you can't have someone stand there looking dar. Exactly. <laughs> Back in the old days, they might try that, but now it's like they don't want. Dear Lord, if there's a dead second, it's going to be because everyone's laying through a table or something, mm-hmm. or a ladder. That is. And man, it looks like Randy might get a re- rematch. It's like acro- that's like what acrobats go through, you know? To... Oh yeah, yeah. Please take it back from gender. He does not go deserve it. Go down. It looks like there's a three way for the, um... but we've got a few weeks, so we will talk about that. Yes, later. Closer to then. They're just starting to get some matches on that. And they yep, do look yep. good, but we'll see. Um, yep, yep. I know I haven't been watching WWE much weekly stuff right now because it's been kind of awful. SmackDown's been okay, but it's just not been good. Like, they're not trying again. Because that's what happens after the mania. Yeah. I have been reading up on what TNA's doing, though, because they got sold to a group called Anthem. They brought Jeff Jarrett back. Oh, and, cool. And Dutch Mantel, who is, um, um, what was his name? Zeb Coulter. In oh, he played that okay. Game. He's been in wrestling forever. So they're kind of running the show. Oh, and Bruce Pritchard. Brother Love. Oh, cool. So those three are kind of running TNA now and trying to make it somewhat relevant. And they're bringing all kinds of people back, like LAX is back. Um, nice. Somebody's playing Suicide again. Um, it might be Christopher Daniels. I don't know. I haven't watched much of it. I need to watch some of it. Um, obviously, Karen Jarrett and Jeff Jarrett are back. Um, so maybe relevant. Maybe at some point. they're trying to build stuff again. So that could be a, an interesting new party. And you always got the Bullet Club in New Japan is always growing and doing stuff. Mm-hmm. So there's more, and I'm going to try to start reporting on at least TNA all the time. Okay. So they're not just WWE heavy. Because as we've said, it just gets to the point where we're just like, well, that show sucked. Well, that show sucked. Well, that's because it does. I know. Unfortunately. And w- and everybody just so goes, yes. Because they have they have uh, two weeks between every pay-per-view. Well, yeah, because that's, they've that's got not two brands. Time. They're trying to pump pay-per-views out. Like- exactly. It's not enough time. Now we've so all doing, of a sudden. Wait, they're doing pay per views every two weeks. Every two weeks. That's because they have two different shows. So one, one weren't they? So one's one's a Raw pay per view, which is the Monday night show, and then one is a SmackDown pay per view, which is a Tuesday night. Which show. is a Tuesday night show. They have separate mm, rosters. With separate again. rosters. The problem is, is that their pay per views too often makes them nothing so special anymore. Yes. 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 Which is what they learned the first time they did it, and why they went back to doing one a month, but unfortunately. They seem to think it's a good idea to reinvent the wheel again and do the same thing, and it's going to blow up in their face again. I would rather have one a month and have it be good and have it rotate. So you that gives a brand two months to build. Yeah, to build plot and storyline. Yeah, yeah, it would be great. But they don't write like that. And have the big four: Rumble, Mania, um, SummerSlam, SummerSlam, and Survivor Series, mm-hmm. where they both. Yeah, everybody's on one show for. Maybe a slightly longer one. A little longer, but not like WrestleMania long because we found out that seven hours is too much. Everyone's just like, oh, kill me now. Kill me now. Send me home. Too long. Yeah, I would I would much rather I would much rather have um, TV be more important and less. Yeah. Pay-per-view events to watch. It's like, whatever. Yeah. Oh, well. 
I, I don't know. It's just their way of making. So we might get money, a. We, money, money, so money. since yeah. this, so since this month, so, so money in the bank is a single one. I don't know. It, it seems like it. Maybe it is a pay. Um, a, a single, a single, a single. Is it a single or is it a double? And they're just doing one this month because yep. you didn't hear another one. Give me a second. Because oh. even then, if they do that, then it's not even going to be two weeks before the other one. Because it'll be the last weekend in June, and there's only a week in between. Extreme Rules is June fourth. That's raw. That's next. That's next weekend. Crap. <laughs> so we have to do predictions. <laughs> no, WWE, you're do. screwing us over. Uh, let me tell you this: the um, the cover art is um, the Hardys. Well, that's good. So maybe we'll Saving see Grace, some. Uh, maybe. Oh yeah, I forgot about the um, Fatal Five way to determine the number one contender for Mr. Brock so Lesnar. This? this one's Extreme Rules. Yeah, the stupid one that looks like it's got a bunch of Russian art. All right, do you have a card? I've got. Should I look up a card? I've got four matches. Four matches, and it's next weekend. Yeah, let's just do these four matches since it's just you and me. Okay. And Daniel, you can predict for Dana. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, this is perfect. And he will take the punishment. Dana will lose. (laughs) So Daniel is predicting for Dana, and Dana will take the punishment if he fails. So the first person I say is my right eye winking, and the second person I say is the left eye winking. (laughs) Oh, was that that on there? Oh, I don't know. All right, what's the first match? Uh, let's do the women's match. It's a rematch for okay. Bailey and Alexa. Okay. So... Miss Bliss. Um, I'm going to take Bailey. You think she's finally going to win again? Yeah, I think she'll get it back. Well, since I'm picking for uh, Dana, I will just go by the pictures here. I'll perfect. Point, I'll point at the people on the right or the left or the middle or whatever. Okay. Okay. These um, two girls right here. Let's go, let's go with the right. No, oh, he's saying Bailey. And he's saying Bailey too? I, I, I'm, yeah, I'm going to say Alexa. Oh, obviously. Yeah. Okay. Just cause. Uh, I see title, Dean, and Miz. I'll say Miz. Miz gets his title back. Oh, that's right. He doesn't have it right now, does he? No. Dean still has the title. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say Dean retains. Okay. Me too. What, what is th- that's what Dana says? Okay. Ah. Uh, <laughs> and so the diversion. diversion He's going to kill us. <laughs> that's what you get. This is I'll, what you get for I'll being be like sick the, and not coming to record. I'll be like the people who fill out the March Madness brackets going, exactly. oh, I like the name of that team. Yeah. I like the name of that team. They look better than Dana. Dana's, she's she's Dana's pretty. Going I on. like his title. His Dana's going nice. by looks only. <laughs> and you'll win. Yeah, probably. <laughs> okay, uh, tag team titles is um, the Hardys and Cesaro and Seamus. Seamus. Cesaro and Seamus. Boy. Yes, tremendous. Delightful. I'm going to say Hardy's. I, that's going to end up... Well, that's a steel cage match, by the way. Oh, that's going to be better. Mm. Which means Jeff is going to jump off the top of the cage. Yeah, so that's why I was like... <laughs> which means he's going to die, which means they lose. So I'll take Cesaro and Sheamus for the Viners. Or he'll accidentally hit Matt on the way down and break him. Ooh, Yay, he's broken. I'll pick the two on the right. Oh. Who do you go for? Uh, Sheamus and Cesaro. Well, so I'm the only one saying the Hardys are winning. Shazaro, the Euro crew, Sheamus. All right, what's the fourth? What's what's the fourth match? The Great White, um, the Fatal Five Way contender title, or for the title to meet. Who the, was it with? The Fatal Five Way to meet Brock. Okay, but who's in the match? Uh, Bray Wyatt, Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns, Finn Balor, and Joe. 
So this one can screw screw everybody over because there's five people to pick from. <laughs> yes. So no one can pick the same person. <clears throat> oh, really? So if nobody picks the right one, do you go with whosoever person was in the latest end of the match? That's a good idea. Ooh. Oh, no, it's a fatal five-way. No, everybody will be in the ring at once. But that like, one will just zero out if nobody It's wins. It's not an elimination match. Oh. It should okay. be. Anytime there's more than two people in a match, it should always be an elimination match. So, but WWE last person whose body's flopping on the ground. I don't know how else to do it. Well, hmm. that, yeah, that's the winner then at that point. So. The winner's Roman. I'm saying well, Roman. Wait a minute. If you're going to say Roman. Yeah. So how does that fatal five way go? Is there like a, they have to get like a, no. the belt off the thing? Or? Nope. It's nope. just whoever's left standing. It's the first to get a pinfall or submission. So it'll be oh, it'll be like the six man ladder match coming up at mm. Money in the Bank, but no ladders. It'll just be them doing spots like crazy. Yeah, you gonna say Roman? I'll say somebody different. No, I, I'm gonna pick Finn. You're gonna pick Finn? Okay. Yeah. I can see the the demon coming, coming on strong. Okay, so that's the dude glaring <clears throat> in the picture there. Yeah. Okay. Who do you pick? I pick this guy. Okay. The, yeah. I'll go with the dude in the top hat. Yeah, Bray, that's a good choice. Because Bray might win, actually. The rumor is that Brock is going to have a program with all of these guys within this year. Well, that'd be nice. It'd be okay. And none of them are going to (laughs) win. It's still Brock. I I think that's what it is. And then it'll be Roman and him at WrestleMania, which sounds awful. He's going to hold the belt for a whole damn year again. I think so. Gosh darn it. Stop it. Because he's only going to be on TV for... Handful of times. Never. Yeah, he's going to be on times. the TV. Never. And he'll show up a couple Never. of events. He's obviously not on this card. No. So we haven't seen him since WrestleMania, and it's June already. Uh, Let me take click... another half hour for me to tell you how early. <sighs> Let me click full coverage to see if there's anything else, just for fun. Okay. Because I like Dana or Daniel picking for Dana. <laughs> oh yes, there's two more. Or no, no, there's one more. Darn it. No, there's t- no, there's no. Okay. <laughs> oh, there's stipulations. I see title. If Ambrose is DQ'd, he will lose the title. Ha <laughs> ha Oh, Interesting. so that's actually, so a win. that's actually a different win. So, um, so we're going to pick if it happens or not? If he gets DQ'd? Nah, uh, can't do that. I'm not going to worry about that. Okay. The women's match is a kendo stick on a pole match. Oh, yeah, I did. I do remember that. Interesting. That's the old school put a stupid item up on a pole. <laughs> That'll be fun. So Bailey's going to get it and, and whoop. Hey, um, no, I get it. Uh, steel cage match. Oh, uh, cruiserweights. Neville and Austin Aries in a submission match. Bad guy. Good guy. Go with the good guy. Yeah, Austin Aries. So Dana says Austin. Jeez, what do you say, Adam? Uh, Mr. Banana. Austin? Yeah. Okay. <sighs> I'm a glutton for punishment. Boy, there's not many matches. That means... They're gonna be that last one's gonna be long. All right, I said Neville, just because I'm a glutton for punishment at this point. (laughs) (laughs) Well, someone Uh, has to be different, daggone it. Somebody's gotta be different. Otherwise, all otherwise, two of the three matches are just gonna be nothing. Exactly. Okay, are we done for today? I guess so. I think we are. I think that's it. Before everybody passes out, because. Retired. Too much phasma. Yeah. Too much phasma. <laughs> Thanks for joining, Daniel. Anytime. Yep. Anytime you want. Even when Dana's even when Dana's here. Anytime. That's right. 
We'll find another okay. microphone. And now for something completely different. I know you want pop, you want, Damn. you want rock and roll. You want it. This year's remix got some phonics. So I got pop, I got, Damn. I got rockin' electronic club beats. I got your pop music with the future flow. So even if the sky is falling down. I got a feeling 